Okay, Rusty here with the uh, Magic Academy Lincoln Branch Chief Commanding Unit. <clears throat> uh, Shannon, how are you doing? You're right. I'm good, thank you. Very well. We've got Ross, who's just worked out how to use a computer. Well done, you. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, Tom Eves, how are you doing, mate? No, then, how good, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, Ross, uh, let's go Tom, because Ross is still working it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why do you think you're on, mate? What type of stuff do you think we're curious about? What's been going on in Lincoln that we can hear about? Uh, I, think, I think it's more or less the, the journey that we've had over the last uh, year, year and a bit, since we really first started touching, uh, touching base with the Magic Academy, um, initially through Fletch uh, to teach a training day, and then just developing it from from there with the the session that we had i think it was last november and when both of you came up and we we did a bit of a coaching session for uh, rugby players teachers footballers um anybody else who was interested and it just basically took off from there nice and shannon and and he's so disappointed that uh, we told him he was struggling with the computer that he's logged himself off <laughs> <laughs> So Shannon, you played rugby for the first time the other day. So Fletch came down. He ran a gamification session. Do you want to yeah. talk about your experiences? Yeah, well, uh, I brought two of my other coaches with us and we kind of walked in the room and we were the only women there. And I was like, oh God, what have I signed us up for? Um, but I'm just really interested in the whole gamification side of things. And I've obviously seen you, done a workshop with yourself before and I was interested. When I saw it coming in, I was like, I've got to get onto that. So it was just really interesting. And actually, I just, you really felt the benefits of gamification because I have never played rugby in my life ever. And we did a bit of a practical, and I had no clue what was going on for the first 10 minutes. I literally had no idea. I couldn't catch a rugby ball. It wasn't round like a netball. Um, and I didn't know you could pass. Well, I knew you had to pass backwards, but I was still trying to pass forwards. But by the end, I, it, we were playing something that looked like rugby, um, which I just found. Fa I just kind of like looked around. and I was like, "Oh, this actually looks like what rugby looks like." And I hadn't been told any of the rules particularly, other than that I just picked it up through what the rules had been given to us and our own rules we made up. So it was really, really interesting and a really good experience for me because I was out of my comfort zone massively. Um, but actually, it's become something that I thought I want to know more about now, and also how it crossed over into netball as well. So. Cool. So your gang, so your your gaggle of people, uh, Tom mm. and Ross, has now includes some netball uh, netball peeps, uh, and and so you and then you tried it in netball. So I've seen a few of your slides. Do you yeah. want to kind of talk about well, a couple of things. Uh, one, how did you feel about trying it? Two, mm -hmm. what was the impact? And and probably three, what next with it? Yeah. So um, I just thought from the Monday that like, I've got to try this on Friday. Number one, it's fresh in my mind, and two, I really enjoyed it. And I thought, well, if I enjoyed it as an adult, my under 15 is going to enjoy it. Um, and I'm all for giving kids decision making because one thing I see all the time is that they just can't make decisions for themselves on court on match day. Um, why, so do I was a little bit, why do you think that is? Netball is a very, and I think all sports can be to a degree, but I think it's a very conform to norm sport. So, like when you want to try something different, they go, but we've always done it this way. 
Right. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, maybe it's time to just try something different. Um, and I'm all for trying stuff different. It may not work, but that's okay. Um, so I wanted to give it a go. Um, and actually the girls initially, they, they kind of found it, you could see them excited about it initially. And then I think they were a little bit overwhelmed, the fact that, oh, what we can make, we can make our own rules. I was like, yeah, you can make your own rules. So, and so when I gave them their superpower, they were like, oh, said, so you really choose a superpower. They, they actually really struggled with it. They couldn't think of something that would give them an advantage. And I was like, how are you not thinking of something that's going to give you like more points or something like that? Um, so I think kind of moving on from it, the girls really engaged with it. They were really, they really enjoyed it. They particularly liked the currency. Um, I've never seen run to a whiteboard so quick to top up when they're doing an intercept. I was like, okay, this is what matters to them, netty dollars. Um, <laughs> so I think about currency, so you, you created a fictitious currency called yeah. netty dollars. And, yeah. and they could earn it through doing certain skills or? Mm. Yeah, so the session was based around kind of centre pass defence. Um, so I kind of set up this kind of like currency list. So if they did a certain thing at any point, so I think I put a tip was a quid, um, an insect was three quid. Um, in certain activities, if they guessed like what the other team were doing, they got five quid. So um, they kind of, they topped it up on that. They're like, do oh, I get five quid for that? And, I, and they were trying to push the boundaries when they wouldn't quite get it. They're like, do we get our £2.50 for that? I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> um, but they loved it and they really, really engaged with that. And it, you could see it in their game. They were trying to do the things that I was getting them to do in without asking them to do it, if that makes sense. Like, and it made, they would say, oh, it made us think. Like, and as a coach, stepping back, it was like the least tired I've ever been coaching a session because I didn't have to do much. And I didn't have to think much. I just left them to it. Um, and it gave me more time. I think we talked about noticing. And it gave me more time to notice what was going on. So like seeing the players that don't speak very much, I saw them engaging in conversation more. I saw them contributing and giving ideas, which for me, that's what I want. Because I think like, everyone through, probably teachers, coaches, you've got those players that are amazing. And they're always at the forefront of everything. But then you've always got, you know kind of I don't know a little you know a Sophie or something like that who just doesn't always she never shines or she never really gets the chance to shine because she's always overshadowed by other players so I thought it was a really good way to bring out um, and give her opportunity to to do what she well just to be her and just to kind of contribute something to it so it was really interesting on that respect so Nice, and you said your head of academy walked in at the end. What do you think? Uh, what do you think she would have noticed? She said, "I can't believe how much conversation they're having about netball." She was like, "They are fifteen-year-olds, and all they're talking about is netball." I've not heard anything off-topic, um, which I think was great—actually, a great observation because that's what I observed. Um, because at that age, they can they can get distracted, they can lose focus quite easily. Um, and she said it just allowed them to work stuff out um, and when she saw the board she was like what's this all about and I was like oh. <laughs> I tried to explain it in short I was like just yeah it's, it's, they're running the session effectively so, no, and, 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 you've, and you put some of the images from that up on Twitter and people mm. can see those and I'll tag those in with the podcast yeah. uh, Chief Commander uh, Ross uh, 
How are you doing, mate? You're right. <laughs> I'm all right, mate. My internet's been playing up, so I've been trying to get it to uh, work properly. But yeah, it's good now. It's good now. Cool. So yeah, I mean, I think you and Tom probably maybe you started this whole thing out. So uh, what I'm what I'm really curious about, as well as all the stuff you've you've been doing in some of the content, is um, why the Lincoln Academy Magic branch? Have you? How did you set it all up? How's it been going? Have you been running it? What's yeah? How's this thing grown? Tell me about it. Uh, right, correctly. I think Ross did some, tried to do something last summer, didn't you? Um, down at Lincoln University. Um, so he, he kind of knew things were going yeah. on in Lincoln. Um, I, I can't remember the ins and outs of it, but I, I couldn't go. I think it was um, I think it was a bank holiday weekend, so I was away. But there's always been little pockets of things going on in Lincoln with the the rink, uh, Lincoln Club, um, Lincoln Rugby Club, sorry, the uh, hockey club. Uh, there's always bits and pieces going on. Um, and I kind of, we set it up after the, you visited us. Um, and I think the, your way to, to me was, your challenge now is, Tom, is to get, um, to keep this going in the clubhouse at Linden. And it was, well, get phone numbers, set up a WhatsApp group. And uh, I kind of took on that challenge on. And it, we've got about 40 people, do you think it is, Ross, now in that little group? Um, yeah, I think between 30 and 40. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and there's a total mixture of um, people. There's there's uh, football coaches in there. We've got uh, Lincoln City uh, coaches in there. We've got a lad who's just transferred down to West Ham. who's a coach on there. Um, we've got Welton Football Club. Um, we've got the netballers now that have, uh, thanks to Shannon, coming down. Uh, hockey through Lyndon, Gary, Newark, uh, Newark coaches. And then obviously the, the big contributor is the, the rugby with Lincoln, Boston. Um, and then we've got the Newark coaches in there as well. And it's it's kind of grown. People are starting to want to be involved in it. You've got people who are um, the big talkers. Uh, Chris Briggs is one. He's always dropping yeah. little nuggets in there or his cowboy hat in. Uh, Ross is always chucking things in there. And then you've got the silent ones who just like to listen and watch and just see how things go. And so it's a real... It's a it's a real good little group. Um, sometimes it's a little bit quiet. I think we can go maybe a month or two where it's just really nice and quiet, and people are just getting on with coaching and life in general. And then all of a sudden, we'll just have a bit of a, an explosion of cracking. Maybe about two three weeks where it's just a lot of stuff just being put straight onto the, the WhatsApp group and people just talking. Um, mm. I think that's about fair to say, really, isn't it, Ross? Yeah, I think so. And I think that the good thing from having the WhatsApp group is that we're trying to now organise between obviously myself and you um, a series of CPDs throughout the year. So what, what we find is now is that we have a CPD. So obviously we had the gamification event uh, last Monday with Fletch and that allows us to then talk about what we learned, what we found out, what we developed between each other. And then, obviously, from that provides a whole like a whole host of different you know, comments, information. Like Shannon trying new things with the netball, um, you know, lads trying things at rugby. Um, that was, you know, I was up at the rugby club today this morning, um, and we had Scunthorpe across actually, and we were trying a few things with a gamification outside of the main matches, but actually in like a small training pocket. Um, so we had a training game going on at the same time, and we were doing different things for um, defence, 
looking at bonus points, looking at how we can pause the game and what they can do um, with like the six C's environment. So it's, it's been working really well when I think having that CPD events or trying to organise CPD events regularly has allowed us to keep that momentum. And that's what's really, really worked and, and been you know, fantastic so far. Nice. And if you remember, actually, Tom, my other chance to you was that Lincoln needed to be in the FA Cup final. DPC. We're trying. You're working on it. Uh, We're working on it. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to pull a few strings. Like, no, yeah. they're, they're doing all right, Lincoln. They're doing all right. Maybe in a couple of years' time. <laughs> did, one of the, uh, did one of the Lincoln coaches go down to uh, Chelsea as well? Yeah, we've got um, a lad called um, Chris. He's, he got a job working out in in Indonesia, China, uh, working for the, the Chelsea uh, setup over there. So it's basically talent ID, coaching, just going around the, the area and just giving people opportunity to, um, uh, yeah, just to see what they're doing and try and pick up players. A lot of clubs do that out there now. Um, a lot of big, it's like like a franchise kind of thing um, where coaches are sent across there and they've got the the, the kit on Man United, the, the Chelsea's, uh, Juventus have got representatives out there. It's quite a big uh, market out there. Um, so maybe what, Lincoln what City will jump in. Is that the Lincoln Magic Academy branch has now gone international. That's it has. And so, <laughs> what not about? Bad, it's not bad. <laughs> and what about getting into each other's environments? So, has there been examples of as a result of this that some people have gone cross sport and hung out with other people? Obviously. Shannon, you're seeing uh, Warren Abrahams on Thursday night now, which is exciting for you. Yeah. Uh, he's coming in to hang with you in a bit of netball, but mm -hmm. I don't know, has there been any examples of that at all? Uh, I think there's been a few bits and pieces. I don't think everyth everything's always um, said out loud. Um, there's always the opportunities to go in there. The Boston boys have been brilliant and welcomed me across. Um, I've been down to a couple of Lincoln sessions every now and again. I'll just watch from afar. Um, I've got a couple of parents who are in the group from school down at Newark and they've invited me down and I've had a, the, the odd visit, um, particularly last season. Um, but it, I think that's what the beauty of the group is, is that um, everyone's welcome to come down and watch everybody else. Um, it doesn't matter if it's rugby or football or netball or hockey. It's just... It's an open invitation. It's just a case of just asking the question and people come down. Uh, I'm working down at the Yorkshire Performance Centres for Hockey. Um, Gary posted something the other day about coming across to Doncaster, anybody, anytime, just need to know us. And it, it just works out like that. Um, mm. Life is obviously quite a tricky one with work and stuff. So it's, it's when it's best fits, normally the weekend, when people do the, the visits. Yeah, no, Gary, uh, pretty... Uh pretty vocal on there as well actually I was thinking a little bit it's also uh, often quite a good place to kind of share some problems as well although I loved your introduction to your gamification session Shannon I think you said you were pretty nervous about it but actually I went I went on with it um, obviously I saw you the other week as well at uh, Loughborough you're yeah. doing probably in, in the netball world a similar version to this with with Sarah Green who's the head of coaching what do you want to kind of shed some light on some of the stuff you've been doing there? Mm. Yeah, so um, I'm involving the kind of, Eng it's called the England Netball Pathway Development um, Programme for Coaches. Um, so there's four coaches that are on it and it's basically about being a better coach. Um, 
and you know how can we bring it up in netball so we spend kind of once a month at England camp so it's over a t- over um, two days a weekend um, and we've done a variety of workshops so I think the first week it was just kind of about looking at practice design and you know what makes a good practice um, you know how can we make practice better uh, and from observing like because you know as a as a, someone who's just kind of been around club and franchise being left for lightning you kind of think oh I wonder what England are doing and you're watching it and you're going oh kind of what we do um you know so it was nothing you know out of off the wall anything like that which I, I found quite comforting in a way um but what it's really given me this program we've been on and um, Sarah's been really she's been a great mentor um is not be afraid to challenge stuff um whereas before like with coaches I might have like not said anything because um I'm worried about what they think of me or what they would say whether they'd be Against and actually it's not about that it's about trying to better each other um, I don't think netball's had that for that long I think kind of we we do conform to norms and it's the normal and we don't always think outside the box so this program that I'm on has really helped me kind of put myself out of that box and put myself into a in, out of my comfort zone um, and people are getting on with it. I think it's just someone starting the ball rolling. Um, a bit like, you know, setting up the WhatsApp group, you know, getting people in. And, you know, now people are talking about netball and Lincoln, Lincolnshire, you know, Loughborough doing really well at the moment. Um, you know, and it's really great to spend time with other coaches and chat through our own problems and, you know, what works. And, you know, it's just been a really great environment to thrive in, really. Um, and I've got so much from it that I didn't think I'd get, you know, that, I wasn't expecting um, the stuff that I look at that I did nine months ago. I think you said this, Rusty. I look at it, I, I, I could put my head in the sand. I'm like, <laughs> did I actually do that? You know, the amount of block, um, you know, block practice for an hour. Wow. You know, I look back at that now and I think <laughs> I'd never, ever do that now. Um, you know, and I've had some great conversations around technical versus skill practice. You know, how important is technique really? You know, if they're doing it well and they can make decisions on the pitch and it works, what does it matter? Mm. You know, in my, and this is kind of like my internal sort of battle I'm having at the moment, you know, where do I stand on that? Um, and I think I'm much more towards the sort of skilled practice now rather than it being getting it technically right because, you know, technicalities, is, yeah, it's nice to have, but you don't win your games necessarily. Well, I've just watched England, France, and I know lots of technically gifted players who've uh, made some some decisions that could have been better. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Look, and and that's that was my sense really that you've got a group of people now. I think you applied to be on the program, mm. um, which I think is a good a good way it started off. Uh, just really willing to try stuff. It blew my mind, if I'm honest. Um, did it? Yeah, it did. I was like yeah. mega impressed when Emily did her presentation. Yeah. Emily Perry, Perry, Perry. Yeah, Emily Perry. She's at Leeds Rhinos. It blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, wow. So just to give you context, I just like the fact people were talking about their journeys and what mm. they'd learned. And so she spoke about, I wanted to coach international. I wanted to coach in camps. I want, and I was thinking, I was like, did you plan all that? And she said, yeah. I was like, wow. I'm yeah. just making stuff up. Fair play to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was great to hear that as well because um, you know you see someone like that and you think oh where did you, how did you get there and actually to hear her journey was really quite inspiring 
because um, it's something that I could do. You know, it, you know, anyone could do it if they wanted to do it. So that was that was really quite a nugget, you know, a good nugget um, to get from that. Um, and Sarah's been very good at bringing people in and kind of chatting around different topics. I think you did co-coaching. Um, we've done a bit of thinking out loud, um, which is basically when you're coaching, you're wired up and you're talking about what's happening, what you're noticing. Um, and I've tried it a couple of times and it's getting over the cringe of hearing your own voice initially. Um, it was really insightful for me. How do you use the audio? So how would you do with the audio after that? Um, so I just save it on my phone. Um, and then sometimes I've shared it with Sarah for her to listen to. Um, she's also come into our own coach. So she came to visit me out at work when I was with my under 15s lightning and she did a similar thing. So she was wired up and just observing and making kind of like voice notes about my session, which again was quite daunting, but that was so helpful because there's stuff as a coach you don't even notice about your own behavior and you think wow yeah yeah why am i doing this drill i don't know and she you know and she kind of would ask you that question and so it was it's really good for helping you inform your practice as a coach and get you know be better no she, yeah she's a she's a good silent assassin uh, mm -hmm. ross what what type of stuff has uh, have, have you been picking up or using from the uh, from the lincoln branch what's uh, what's influenced you so i think quite a lot of the things we've been doing at the moment or looking at is it's gradual baby steps so within the youth section at lincoln um, rugby obviously we've got 350 kids um across the like minis or kids first and, and junior age groups so it's, it's been about how can we develop the coaching teams and how can we develop the players at the same time so myself and chris briggs have been taking quite a big lead on um starting to utilize video so we're um, gopro in sessions as well now um yeah. and at the moment we're, we're videoing like my own sessions briggs's sessions um and then giving it out to the to the rest of the coaching teams and saying pick it apart so we're putting ourselves out there to say is this good is it bad um and looking at feedback from that perspective so that that's interesting to see how that progresses in terms of Mate, the tell, me they've been kind to you. tell them tell me they've been kind to you <laughs> no, no, to be fair it's it's going all right so far um so it's small steps though so it's making sure that yeah what we're doing is is progressive we're trying to get you know the theme of how we want to coach across the club to everyone um and so i think by introducing you know small things like that so you know the gopro first video and things um getting the feedback um, like, like Shannon was saying in terms of just audio yeah we're going that step further and actually videoing things and you know I've seen I've seen some of your GoPro stuff as well and we, we've taken um, obviously that on board and gone well actually you know, if if Ross has put himself out there and videoing stuff then then let's do it let's try it let's see how it goes <laughs> um, I think that's about, it's about putting yourself out there and saying let's try it let's try it let's see you know take a risk because at the end of the day if you don't take a risk, how are you progressing? Yeah, it's a good point. And I probably agree with everyone on here that my videos from nine months ago will be locked away for a period of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do think that, you know, I really struggle to watch my pre-gamification videos and go, I really like that. I actually struggle now to go, why haven't I given them the chance to pause or replay that? Yeah. Now, yeah. what... what why aren't they doing more of the work? Why am I, as you said, Shannon, actually, I feel like I'm clearly you're doing lots of work. It's just different work. You're not 
managing you're not necessarily keeping score you're not having to explain all the rules and you know lead huddles and stuff all that stuff's kind of run by them and you could probably be a more effective skillful coach what about you tom what type of stuff has uh has been going on at the mighty uh school minster school yeah the mighty lincoln minster school um right we're trying to do a lot of stuff um across the board really the big thing that we've really tried to do is put everything into a game situations um i think shannon said a lot of stuff about things are working while trying to improve that technical ability if it's actually working let's keep on cracking on with it um we did a lot of stuff with small sided 3v3 4v4s um, and then tried to expand it into um situations that will, will support them in games um really i mean just looking at the the hockey because we've been looking uh, teaching that uh, for the last four or five weeks. It's setting them off into situations, um, starting off points, rather than starting off at the centre of the pitch, starting off from at certain certain angles or certain 16-yard uh, hits or long corners and then getting them to play from there. So they're, they're having to think slightly different. Um, it's working to uh, a point. We've got a lot of really good things happening we've got mixed groups in there so I'll take you back to a couple of weeks ago I had a class of 61 kids on the AstroTurf um, we had eight little areas going and uh, we've got international pupils in there who played very little hockey and then we've got some boys who actually you know if they were playing rugby or football I'd be pushing them down to a, uh, a hockey club um, and it worked the full session was in theory it should be what two hours we had about an hour and a half on the pitch and it just flew by um shannon said earlier on he said like as if you were working hard we were working hard but we could really enjoy what we were seeing with the little pockets and developing from the three 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 v three games to the the um four v four v four and then the bigger context games going on it was it was absolutely magic and then with friday um just taking it down to five v five half pitch Astra, uh, three rolls, three different ways of point scoring. Um, I'm just dropping balls in every now and again just to change different angles, different positions, challenging people with the score. I love that thing that you did over in Canada with the uh, challenging the two two people from the same team. What was the score? If you don't get it right, you lose your points. And, uh, um, I, I thought that was absolutely hard. brilliant. I was feeling hard. Uh, yeah, harsh, but it works. And then we're chucking in things like the the banking of points, or the um, so the kids are having to think tactically. And then, you know, it's just been it's been an absolute treat um, going on this journey um, mm. over the last eighteen months and just changing perspectives. You've been a teacher for fourteen years now, and you get to the point where you you're thinking what you're doing. Am I changing things? Am I just keeping going on the right? And what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Is it the same path all the time? And just losing a little bit of interest in what I was doing until being that light bulb moment in September with Fletch when uh, yeah, well, I was actually not unconscious with that and please, <laughs> please I've got a chance to say this because uh, every time I see him I'm always injured um, to changing our world up at school um, the deputy head who's um, within PE um, absolutely loves it uh, we're getting to the point where we want to start pushing it out to other subjects yeah. Uh, within school um, people might want to do it they might not want to do it but it's um, the inset that I'll be taking uh, 
next week. I think it is. I need to think about this one. Um, just getting people to think about doing this kind of things. Um, it'll either fly or it, it will. We'll just we'll just try it. Yeah, it was just something. I'm, another theme I'm trying to be pretty big on at the moment that I think you've generally all alluded to at some extent as well is I do think this creates much more peer-to-peer conversations and peer-to-peer feedback. So if you've got a mixed ability set and there's some little games going on, then I think people can can help find that it'll can help them find their level, but also other people will want to support them to to help them get better as well if this is designed well. I'm finding in lessons that you've got um, we've got footballers in there, we've got rugby players, we've got um, cricketers, and the, the conversations that are having are quite clearly taken from their backgrounds, um, but with the common theme of what the outcomes of the sessions are, or as we now starting to call it, missions. It's it's it's, um, it's, been, it's it's just, and this is what's great about the Lincoln branch is that we've got just like we've got in the lessons, we've got different backgrounds, different levels of ability. We've got different people from all over Lincolnshire talking um, about coaching and developing themselves, which is, is absolute class, absolute mm. class. What would your, um, mindful of, uh, of, of time, what would your advice be everyone? So <clears throat> you're all in, in, in little worlds where you're sharing stuff and learning about coaching and, definitely all had a really eventful 12 months as a result of it. Um, what would your advice be to coaches? So if, if, if again, you know, I, I set this challenge to you again, Tom, Ross, you've got to, you know, you've got to do this. What would your advice be? And, and how, how could you make it even better? Because I do think it's class. I think it's about, it's about taking a leap of faith. So it's about stretching yourself. Um, but also it's about, how you engage the groups of players that you're working with in any sport. So, uh, you know, as a coach, it's about stretching yourself, putting yourself under um, a little bit of stretching challenge, as you said, um, and then looking at how you can develop yourself with those groups of players that you're working with to do due diligence with them and yourself as well, um, with regards to what you're doing. It's, it's always about, you know, progressing yourself as a coach, but ultimately you're there to support the learning of a group of players, a group of individuals. Um, and, and I think it's it's how you do that through the group that we've got and, and stuff like that as well. Nice. I think what, what Ross just said is about taking that leap of faith is, is, is absolutely key. I think none of us are like the world's best coaches and all of us are learning continually. Um, and it's just putting yourself out there just to... Mm-hmm you know, say I've got it wrong sometimes or, and how can I do better? Or actually this was pretty damn good. good. Let's, but how can we make it better? Um, you've got to chance your arm on it and take the hits when you need to and think, crikey, I need to do better. Uh, or just take it, pat on the back and say, well done, I've done something really great. Leap of faith is absolutely key. I'm just going to ask you one more question and I'm going to go to you on this, Shannon, but if you could add three people from around the world. I'm going to leave this with you, Tom. You can add any three people from around the world to the Lincoln Academy branch. Who's it going to be? So, Shannon, what would your advice be is around this? Uh, what, the three people or the uh, no, advice to coaches? Yeah, advice to coaches around developing yourself because clearly, I mean, you're rocking it at the moment. I think, yeah, I think just for me, it just gets stuck in and take any opportunity you've got to better yourself. Um, you know, I think a lot of us like to stay in our comfort zones. Um, 
but actually when we stay in our comfort zones let's never you know how do we get better um and for me you know it's, it's about giving kids opportunity but it's also about giving coach opportunity to best themselves and give better sessions and better experiences for kids and and adults as well um, so you know for me it's just taking opportunities when you get them um, but also you know listen to other people as well what you know what have they got to say about things um, I found actually listening's really helped me not that I didn't listen before but I've really tried to take um, little nuggets of information from different people um, and not being afraid to ask for it either um, and like I said, just getting stuck in. That's my kind of ethos is just kind of a bit like that leap of faith and just stuck in. If it doesn't work, that's okay. You know, that's we say, we move on. Nice. I can see you're excited, Ross, about which three it is. Stuff I've noticed about your group. <coughs> Cross sport, <coughs> people are brave. They definitely share mistakes as well as successes. Uh, it's very in the moment. So someone can put something on and they'll get some pretty quick feedback or support. Uh, people are getting into each other's environment and there's just a variety of people on there there's there's actually not loads of people that are exactly the same we're not all the same as Gary we're not all the same as 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 you we're not all the same as yeah. as Ross uh, so I like that who who <clears throat> who would you love us to add to the Magic Academy Lincoln Branch <clears throat> I've got man man's I love man Bill Belichick New, New England Belichick. Patriots Love the guy, just an absolute genius. I'd love to get into his mind, and I don't think anybody has ever really got into his mind at full stop. I'll ask Fletcher, man. I'll ask Fletcher, yeah. he knows him. Who are you <laughs> thinking, Ross? Who would be your person to add? Oh, I don't know. Do you know what? I think uh, just going on some of the reading I've been doing lately, it'd probably be um, Owen Slot. So, um, some of the talent lab stuff, and um, yeah, looking at the uh, Olympian kind of cycle as well, and how they've been developing um, their coaching to you know, to fit the needs of the um, of the guys there or guys or girls they're working with. Um, he'd be a good one to to have a chat with, I think. No, Shannon, last but by no means least. It might be a bit cliche, but I'd love to get into Danny Cowley's mind. Uh, Ex Lincoln manager now Huddersfield, um, yeah. the way he creates team around and he gets results. I'd love to know what he does behind the scenes to get teams to perform on the day like he did um, with Lincoln City. Um, so, yeah, he'd be a great one to have a chat with and see what he's all about. So Nice. Cool. I'm going to try and get them all on. There's my uh, New Year's resolution 2020. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for your time. It's been awesome. I'm loving the work you're doing. Keep it up. Uh, and I will catch up with all of you soon. Have a great time with Warren as well, Shannon. Yeah, it'd be great. I'll let you know about Cheers, it. Cheers, Rusty. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, Bye. buddy. Take care, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. Cheers.